Motherhood is beautiful yet challenging. You may be feeling lost in motherhood, but I'm here to tell you that no matter what season of motherhood you find yourself in, every mom has a unique journey that is worth experiencing. So if you are a mom feeling overwhelmed, are struggling with mom guilt, want to be more confident and are looking for ways to find you again, know that you are not alone. Every mom will come away with connection, knowledge, and tangible tools to integrate into her own motherhood experience. You deserve to be confident in motherhood with all of your experiences that make you who you are. So let's get started on being real, vulnerable, and step into community with each other. This is Experience Motherhood. Hi, I am so excited for today's topic. Today is just a solo episode with myself, and I really wanted to talk about slowing down in motherhood. And I've heard a lot of people talking about this idea, especially at summertime. And even for myself, it's just a completely different season for myself with kids at home during the summer. We have some care in our household, but really I'm on duty and that's what I've always wanted to do and be as a mom. And so I really want to spend my summer soaking up those precious moments of them when they are home. And so I really want to talk about this because I really do feel there is probably been a time in your life in motherhood, or maybe you're in this season right now where you just feel so overwhelmed with the amount of keeping up with the Joneses, signing up for all the summer camps, trying to do everything on that summer bucket list that maybe at first seemed like a really good idea and now you feel like you're failing because, gosh, I mean, it's almost middle of summer and you haven't maybe done any of your things on your bucket list. So in modern motherhood, this day and age, we know that our world is so fast-paced Even recently, as I've been building this business, I have really been in this season of pushing hard and working, honestly, more than I really care to. One of the things I love about, you know, being an entrepreneur, being self-employed, even having a private practice with just me is that I get the freedom to decide my hours. I get to decide how much I want to work, how much I want to be away from my kids. And with this building of the business, it has been a push, and I knew it was going to be a season. And starting this podcast has been an absolute joy. It's been hard, and I've just loved it overall. But I do want to slow down, especially with only a couple months left until school starts. And then, as we all know, if you're a mom, and you likely are, Fall time gets very busy again with the start of school, start of all the different programs, and it's an exciting time. I'm going to talk about a couple different areas when we think about slowing down in motherhood. And really, I think when I talk about slowing down in motherhood, to me, I'm thinking of being more present with the people that are in my room or in my presence. And then also just being more mindful. So not only being physically present and maybe emotionally more aware, but even just being really engaged and paying attention to what that person's talking about or doing. So the first thing I really want to talk about is understanding, you know, we just have to understand the challenges of our modern motherhood. 
So we know as moms, likely you're a mom if you're listening to this, there's so many pressures and challenges that we face. There's mom guilt. I mean, we are inundated with advice and not meeting others' expectations basically since the first moment anyone finds out you're pregnant. And even when you find out you're pregnant, right? There's so much advice out there in the world. You can basically find an answer to literally anything. And while that can be really helpful, it can also feel very, very overwhelming. And you can have a lot of guilt if you don't meet those expectations. Maybe your mom has expectations of you know, how you're going to raise the child. Maybe you have expectations. Will I breastfeed? Will I do formula? You know, will, will I stay at home? Will I continue to work? All these kinds of things. And then when they don't happen, that mom guilt really creeps in. I think another pressure and challenge that we face as moms in this day, day and age is just honestly being sleep deprived. And I still get woken up almost every night by at least one of my kids. So I'm not even out of it. I don't even have really little kids anymore. And sleep deprivation, obviously, we know is going to be a huge, impactful piece of how we function in our day to day, how we can feel more present and being mindful. If we're exhausted, if you have little littles and you're up every night feeding your babies, you know, maybe one of your kids just is not sleeping well for a while, you wake up the next morning, if you have to go to work or if you're staying at home to watch your kids all day, it is absolutely exhausting and there really is no, I mean, I just don't think people understand unless you do have kids of how sleep deprived you can be and yet you're still expected to function and you still have to keep up with all the schedules and all the work pressures and it it's just really, it's a lot. So we have mom guilt that adds to some of these challenges. We have sleep deprivation. And then what about balancing just the work and family? We all are trying to navigate and figure out our own family values, our system, our routines. Maybe you're balancing work with that outside of the home. And of course, there's always work in the home. I think another area too that a lot of women struggle with, whether you're a mom or not, is just this cultural pressure to have this perfect body type. You know, after you have kids, you know, you get the comments, oh, wow, you really bounce back fast, or you don't get a comment because maybe you didn't bounce back to your normal self. And that's really challenging. I think self-worth is another area that is really just a challenge in the modern motherhood that we live in day to day. This is so hard. How do we look at ourselves? How are we viewing being a mom? What kind of roles and expectations do our culture and society put on us? And then one other challenge that I think is just massive, and I've actually talked about this topic before in episode 10, when Amy Kiefer joined me and we discussed this invisible mental load. And oh my goodness, what a challenge that is. I mean, there are probably just thousands of lists running through your head right now, even as I'm speaking to you, you know, if you're walking, listening to this podcast or driving or whatever you're doing, you're thinking probably about 20 other things that you need to keep track of. Maybe it's 
making sure the babysitter knows what allergies your kids are allergic to. Maybe you need to schedule that doctor appointment. I mean, the list honestly goes on and on. And I know for me, that is a real challenge. And I like to be in control. And I do like aspects of having that responsibility, but it is very taxing. And if you're dealing with sleep deprivation and having mom guilt or having body image, any of those things on top of just all of the mental load that you are carrying as a mom, it is truly exhausting and very challenging. I think another area of modern motherhood that maybe is discussed some, but maybe not as often, is just this the impact of technology and social media and just the society expectations on mothers and even commenting of, oh, put your phone down. Oh, you're taking too many pictures. Oh, you're not taking enough pictures. There's even just those challenges of trying to navigate screen time with your kids and how much is too much and maybe I'm on my phone too much in front of them. So I just really want to encourage you. I just listed so many challenges and you may be feeling completely overwhelmed now and thinking, Elizabeth, why in the world are you making me feel even more stressed out and overwhelmed? But I do want you to reflect just on your own experiences with some of those topics. How, how are they impacting you? How are they contributing to feelings of being disconnected with others or feeling overwhelmed or exhausted? And really, there's no judgment. It's just a reflection. So just taking that moment to, huh, wow, yeah, I do really struggle with that, or I didn't even realize I was struggling with that. I want to move on and talk a little bit more about just the benefits of slowing down. So there's so much research out there that really shows that slowing down and being mindful and being present in the context of motherhood can really help you just have more attention. You can make better decisions reduce the stress and anxiety. You might have more gratitude for what you do have, and it might even boost some creativity and give you more energy. So I think sometimes we might feel like, oh, I need to keep being busy and I need to keep going because I have all this, I got to have this energy to do all this stuff when in reality, it's almost the opposite. It's like if you start just slowing down and being present and maybe disconnect a little more from social media technology, you actually get more energy so that you can go do the things that you want to be doing that align with your values. I think one of the real great benefits of slowing down that is not discussed very often is just that how being present with your child can actually enhance the bond with your child. As a play therapist, I see this so often. And even as a mom, I see it in my own relationships with my kids. If I slow down, if a parent just sits and really listens and comments on reflecting what the child's doing. Those kind of bonding interactions are huge. They help your child feel seen and valued in a way that they definitely don't. If you're distracted or you're, you know, running out the door and telling them to hurry up and get their shoes on and you're not just slowing down and being in the moment. And as frustrating as that can be when your child is like not getting ready fast enough and you're already late, if you take the moment to take that breath, okay, why am I getting so mad that we're going to be late, right? That's on you. It's not your kid's fault. 
And then even reflecting that to your child. You really want to do this by yourself. Look at you. You've really grown up or whatever you want to say, but something that is really slowed down, intentional. And then honestly, I promise that it will lessen your stress. You might still be late and then your stress might go back up, but you will feel more connected with your child and your child will feel valued because you took the time to maybe sit with them and get their shoe on, or you had more patience where they didn't feel like you were just angry at them all the time for going slow or being late. There's so many positive effects on the mother's mental health and emotional well-being. One of the examples I keep thinking of of a moment when I really slowed down was I had had my phone in the kitchen. I was busy running around the house to kind of doing one of those like quick cleans. And I left my phone and one of my kids came up to me and so sweetly said, Mom, can you read me this book? And I'm not going to say that I perfectly always respond this way, but in the moment, I just was like, yeah, I, what am I doing? Rushing around the house, trying to clean up the messes, wiping down counters or whatever it was. It's so not important. The, the important moment was being presented right there in front of me. My child wanted connection. And so I did take the moment in that example and I slowed down and I was being more present. I was being mindful in the situation. I felt connection. So let's chat a little bit about just some practical tips for slowing down and being more present. So I did just mention one of the examples of just leaving your phone in another room. So helpful. I think the more we can not have our phones connected to us, the more we can really be present and we just move slower. You're just more attentive in your day and it's going to provide you so much more opportunities to just be present with your children, be present with yourself, your spouse, your friend, whoever you are with. So it's really important to take care of yourself. And this isn't going to be a podcast episode all about self-care, but that is so important in order to really slow down. So it may sound counterintuitive to talk about finding time to take care of yourself when I'm telling you to slow down and almost do less, but you got to find some time, whether that's taking a walk for five minutes, you know, communicating to your partner, if you have one, communicating to a friend, a neighbor that you need to go do something just for you. Something that doesn't involve mothering and doesn't involve anybody else or a responsibility that you have, but something for you. And a lot of times people think, oh, I'm going to go to the spa. If that's what you love to do and you can do that, that's awesome. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think even the self-care moment could be just like a five-minute reflection. Jot down. How are you feeling? Ask yourself, how do I feel right now? What do I need more of? What do I need less of? Even in that brief conversation with yourself, that is giving yourself self-care. So it doesn't need to be anything fancy. If you want it to be occasionally, awesome. That's great. Do it. I love myself getting massages every once in a while. That's so relaxing to me. And it's a self-care opportunity. Do I do it all the time? No. One of my more common ones that I love for self-care is truthfully walking. It has been just being outside and walking is just a way that I can disconnect in my role as a mom so that I can come back and really be present as a mom. 
I think it's also really important to, to chat about mindfulness and meditation practices. These are simple but so important activities that you can do to really help yourself slow down and be present. One of my most favorite activities is really just about the five senses and kind of identifying what you're seeing, you're smelling, tasting, touching, and hearing. Those five things you can do obviously anywhere. So it's one of my favorite activities to tell clients in my therapy practice, and I even do it myself. If I'm feeling so burnt out because I'm just running around kind of like a chicken with its head off, right? You're just going to one activity to the next. You're trying to balance work. You're trying to do all these things. So I encourage you to practice that. And what you can do is simply, let's say you're going for a walk and you are just going to take a minute and you're going to point out, you're going to point out five things you see. So just looking around, what do you notice? Then you're going to do four things you can feel. So this might be a little tricky if you're walking, but maybe you stop for a second and you just notice your feet in your shoes. Maybe you notice your shirt that's like sticking to your back because you're sweaty. Maybe you notice a rock and so you pick it up. Just what could you feel? Then you're going to find three things you can hear. So maybe you hear some birds chirping. Maybe you hear cars on a distant street. Maybe you hear kids playing outside in their backyard. Next, you're going to do two things you can smell. So maybe you smell flowers. Maybe you smell fresh cut grass. Maybe there's like a disgusting sewage smell coming off the street. I don't know. And then finally, you're going to find one thing you can taste. So maybe you pop a piece of gum in your mouth, or maybe you take a sip of a drink or eat a snack. And you're just going to taste what that feels like on your tongue. So what can you taste out of that? And that simple activity will really ground you and it's going to bring you back into the present moment rather than letting your brain go on the tons of thousands of lists in your mind of what you need to do when you get back from this little self-care walk. So I know that slowing down can be so challenging due to some external factors, you might be a single mom. This is really hard. It's not going to be as easy if you have a partner living in your home that can help you do these things, help you have self-care, help you be more present with your kids. And I get that. That's really hard. It's not impossible, but you may have to be really creative and figure out how can you still do all of the responsibilities that you have to because you are alone and what can you pass off? What could you delegate? Is there somebody that you, you know, a neighbor, you guys could exchange days where you guys take each other's kids or, you know, just being creative in, in a way that, you know, you haven't been before. I think there's a lot of great resources that you can look into. There's a lot of podcasts that will be focused on mindfulness and slowing down. There could be support groups. There's books. I'm actually just starting to read The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. I'm very excited to finish this book, and I think it could not have come at a more better time as I'm trying to slow down and be more present this summer with my kids. So I wanted to recap. We know being a mom in this day and age is so challenging. Nobody denies that. But we also know 
from research that slowing down is crucial for our well-being and for our kids' well-being. So I encourage you to look at podcasts or read books. There's some awesome apps. You could look at Calm. It's an app. It talks a lot about mindfulness and meditations. You could look up Headspace. That's another great one that I like as well. And I'm just going to encourage you that you can slow down and be mindful. What could you do differently this summer and the next coming months, this season of your life? What could you do so that you can slow down and really realign with your values? And while this topic has been close on my heart, this is actually going to be the end of season one for this podcast because I am not just going to talk at everybody. I actually want to carry out what I'm telling you all to do. And so for me, I'm going to take a little break for the next couple months of new releases of podcast episodes. And there will be new podcast episodes coming out in the fall that I'm already so excited. I've got some great ones, great interviews that are coming and have already happened. And I can't wait to spend this time this summer being a little more connected with my kids and my family and just taking a breath. I mean, I really wanted to start this business to help moms everywhere to really embrace and experience the ups and the downs that motherhood brings that will connect us. And yet we are all so uniquely different, which is beautiful, but we can still celebrate our similarities with each other as well. So thank you so much for listening to this first season of Experience Motherhood. It has blown me away with the amount of support. And I hope that each episode has really been helpful, encouraging, helping you really be the mom and the woman that you want to be. I think we all have areas, myself included, that we can grow in. And we can also be thankful for the mom that we were designed to be. I would love to encourage you to subscribe if you are not already so you know when new season comes out in the fall. If you haven't left a review or rated this podcast, it really would be so helpful to me. It really kind of bumps this podcast up so that other moms can find it. And you can always, of course, share it. If you do on social media and Instagram, I would love for you to tag me. And if you're not following me, please do so. There's so many great episodes this summer that I would encourage you to, you know, listen to again, or if you haven't listened to, could really be a great way to slow down and kind of focus on yourself and give yourself that self-care and ability to start. There are so many great episodes that you could look back on and listen to again if you haven't. A couple that I wanted to mention, I already said episode 10 is all about the invisible mental load. If you have not listened to that already, I highly encourage you to. It was such a great topic and the interview with Amy Kiefer. And it's all about that invisible mental load. A couple others I wanted to mention. Episode two is all about parenting when you're tired. And I don't think I've ever met a mom that has not been tired when they're parenting. So this is an episode for everyone. And then I also wanted to shout out to episode four. If Intuitive eating is a area that you would like to learn, not only for yourself, but to also instill for your kids. This one is so great. I am joined by Sammy Gollop, and she is a registered dietitian, and she has so much knowledge and such a passion for helping women ha- learn how to respect their bodies and 
learn how to intuitively eat. Of course, there's so many other great episodes, so I encourage you to listen to them, and I cannot wait till I come back in the fall to talk with you all. If you want to stay connected over the summer while I'm not releasing new podcasts, I would love for you to subscribe to my email list. I send out weekly emails of some personal information about myself. We talk about different topics, mindset, all the things, and I give you some of my favorite tools and tips that I can offer as a mom and a therapist. So I would love for you to join that list and I will connect with you on email. Thank you again so much for listening. And until next time, go experience motherhood.